What is up, everybody? You are listening to Joyfully You Podcast, and I am your host, Kelsey Lowe. And you know, let's just dive right on into it, okay? Maybe you guys start started following this podcast through Instagram, or maybe you found it through someone else that maybe shared it with you. However you landed here, I'm so glad that you're here. So on my Instagram, I love being able to pull people and ask people, you know, what do you want to hear more of? What are things that if we were to go get coffee together and sit down and have a conversation, what are some things that you would want to ask me about? Or what are certain things that I can teach or learn? And an interesting one popped up on on the good old gram the other day. Someone asking about um, shrooms and psychedelic experiences and healing and plant medicine. And so I'm going to be sharing with you guys my experiences with um, psychedelics, both recreationally and like in a healing setting. Um, so like I kind of dabbled like with mushrooms and stuff like in college here and there. And every time that I did mushrooms, I had such an amazing experience. And you guys need to keep in mind, like I went to college in a private Christian university and I grew up in a, a Christian home. Like the message was very clear. Drugs are bad. <laughs> I know you guys relate with this. Like we've been ingrained that drugs are bad, period. And like, I don't really think that the drugs are bad. It's just the way in which we use them can become destructive and bad, right? If we're taking something to like alleviate a pain, then it's just masking and avoiding something else and making that pain more intense. But if we're taking something and allowing it to expand like a joy or experience that's already a positive experience, it can be really fun. So But I feel like mushrooms specifically, every time that I have done mushrooms, it's been a beautiful healing experience, but I'm also very picky about the environment. If you've never done mushrooms and you're curious or you want to try them, I recommend first like microdosing. So microdosing is taking a small amount, um, not taking a lot. Taking I know that that's so like subjective of like what is a small amount, and I don't really know how like a point or this or grams or anything like that. But I would say like if you're doing it, do it with someone that you've already done it, and just keep in mind that it's going to awaken all of your senses. And sometimes too, it can bring things into your mind that maybe you've been trying to shove into the corner and not look at right. And so I think it's really important. If you ever do psychedelics, to remember that things are not real, right? If you're seeing something or whatever else, if you microdose, you're not going to have hallucinations or um, see things really. It's more of like sensory in your body. And like you might see like kind of like a glowing thin line kind of around things that you're looking at, but not like where things are changing or like, you know, you look in the mirror and your face is melting off or like these horror stories that we hear about. Not saying that can't happen if you take a lot because it's almost like um, an internal purge that comes out. But also too, you know, there's this laughter that can come up because it also awakens the inner child. So you just start laughing. So I'm going to share a story. I took mushrooms, um, like a month after one of my best friends passed away and it was just like a really traumatic death. Like she passed away in a boat accident and like they didn't find her for a year and a half after. And like, there was a bunch of people involved in the boat. It was just, my body was in such shock and in such a deep grief and someone invited me and I was, I was, I was hanging out with some friends that lived near the mountains and they're like, Hey, do you want to microdose mushrooms? And I was like, yeah, actually that sounds good. And we did it and we went into the mountains and it was like nighttime. And I just remember looking at all of the mountains and it was kind of this, um, this landscape view. And as I'm looking at the mountains, 
it starts to look like a sea of people. And it was like all of this, this outline shape. It just looked like outline shapes of all these people, like a big stadium. And they all were just swaying back and forth. And it felt like the universe was giving me a hug. It felt like God was like, hey, see this sea of people? These are all the people that love you and that support you and that love your friends and support your friends through, because it was my friend that passed away and like our girl group was just grieving and hurting and didn't know how to handle all of the pain and the uncertainty and then like this realization that we needed to find peace without finding our friend's physical body, which eventually we did um, on 4th of July, 2020. But in at that period of time, we, we did it. And so... I'm seeing all of this and it just felt so loving and so supportive. And I felt like for me, when I've done mushrooms and I've done psychedelics, it feels like the veil is lifted and the communication between me and God is like a wide open channel. Right. And, and so I think that's kind of a mindset going into it, knowing that you are loved and that you are supported and that you can think a new thought and you can redirect your focus and at any time like learning to ground yourself. I would even, if you're wanting to do mushrooms, I would first learn how to meditate because if you can learn how to meditate, then you can learn how to create that sense of control in your mind of, wait a minute, redirect, right? Soften the body, like change. And so I think that, I mean, because mindful, there's a lot of mindfulness that can come from this internal awakening that happens with psychedelics or happens with mushrooms. But there's this awakening that happens through meditation that I really feel like is a first step before you even try psychedelics because you got to learn how to create a safe space inside, you know, your own mind and your own head because if it doesn't feel like a safe space consciously, then if you're all of a sudden under plant medicine, all of the, that um, discomfort that you try to hide is going to come through. So I have been with a friend where she was like depressed but wasn't telling anyone. She was masking it, and she did mushrooms, and she cried for like three hours straight. It was really healing for her in the end, but it was just you know snotty and painful and annoying and, and oh why do I feel this way or oh I can't stop you know. And so you got to be aware that that kind of experience could happen as well. Especially if you feel like a thought, because some people can get going on a thought and they just go, um, they can't lasso themselves back in. And so meditation needs to be a step one. If you've never done psychedelics and you've never done meditation, I would try that first. Try meditation first. Um, and also too, like make sure your environment's really good. I, it's like for me, I really like doing it during the day and I like doing it if it's in nature and there needs to be some type of safe environment, right? Because you do not want to be around other people if you take mushrooms, even if it's like micro dosing or full on, you're taking an eighth of shrooms, which is, I've never taken an eighth, which is like a, people say like a full amount to go of like a full trip. Um, I think I've taken like a half eighth is the most I've taken. Um, and that's been fine for me. Like I'm, my, my body's super sensitive to, to drugs or hallucinate, uh, uh, hallucinatory things. Or, I mean, I've never tried, have I tried acid? I did try acid once. I tried acid in Costa Rica, um, at Envision Festival. 
And it was a friend of a friend that like gave it to me. And yeah, I had an incredible experience, but I felt really shitty the next day. And that was kind of this thing of like, uh, this is a chemically made thing. And so if I'm going to do an experience or if I'm going to take something, I much more prefer it to be grown from the earth. And so I would prefer mushrooms over a different type of psychedelic or DMT or something like that. Because I can't speak firsthand from those other ones as well as I can with mushrooms. I mean, I haven't done mushrooms that many times. I've probably done it. I've probably done it um, a dozen times, probably about 12 times. But each time I've done it, it has been a healing experience. And it has been a moment where sometimes I hear things that I don't want to hear, a realization, or it's, it, there's, it's always, there's certain times it's been a part of my empowerment path, but there has been certain times where I've taken it and I didn't have a strong intention behind it. And so it just was kind of all over the place. So I would just say first step, learn how to meditate. Second step, um, do it in a safe environment with friends and microdose for the first time. And then what was the third one that I was just about to say? I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. So someone on Instagram asked about mushrooms and it really sparked my curiosity to be able to share this with you guys. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. It's just a little, a little baby, a cheeky little one. Let's talk about shrooms. I'm curious if you guys have had healing experiences with mushrooms. If you have, send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to have conversations about our trippy experiences and how it has deepened our relationships to the universe. You know, there's, I, I could even say people in my family that I know after they've tried mushrooms, they felt like a veil was lifted and they were able to see things differently, connect to the earth differently, because you're able to almost pick up this pulsing, like aliveness from everything around you. Um, and this is where people say like multidimensional, where it feels like you are able to ascend or be a part of another dimension for a moment and then brought back into like our 3D reality. Um, I don't recommend it for everyone. I'm not like on here trying to promote it of like, yes, everyone go do mushrooms. But if you've had the curiosity to do it, A, don't shame yourself for having the curiosity to do it because it's not bad. It's just in our culture. If you've grown up in the United States, we've been told that it's all drugs, just period, boom, drugs. But mushrooms are grown from the earth. They've been used in a lot of different medicinal settings. There's even mushroom ceremonies that you can be a part of in Guatemala and Costa Rica and a lot of these places that it actually isn't even illegal. Um, I have done a plant medicine ceremony to something called teposquite, and they kind of call it the Mayan ayahuasca. Um, it was not as intense as what I've heard an ayahuasca experience is like. I have never done ayahuasca before, although I've been feeling the call to go to Peru. I used to live in Peru, and I was so turned off by doing ayahuasca. Like I was, there was like this nice little temptress, but I was so turned off because I was so fucking terrified of what would come up because I, I had not integrated and healed and forgiven myself from some of my past shit, especially stuff around this like narcissistic relationship I was in in the past. I know if you guys have been listening to the podcast, you've heard me talk about that relationship. I had not healed yet. I was holding onto it and guarding those wounds of like, don't touch me, but I was keeping it open and not letting it heal. And so the idea of reliving any part of that felt terrifying. Um, and eventually I did face all of that stuff through like an emotional intelligence leadership program I did later. 
And so I felt like once I was able to face all of the hardest things I've ever experienced in my life, I felt like I had to relive it almost through this like experiential coaching retreat thing. And so now I feel like there's nothing in my mind that I can't love on, if that makes sense. You know, because anything, it's it's a total trusting thing to do some type of hallucinogenic medicine, um, whether it be in a ceremonial setting where there's a guide and a shaman or whether it be recreational where you're with your friends or you're in a backyard or you're up in the mountains or you're at the beach or something. Um, whatever it might be, it, w- with doing psychedelics, there needs to be a level of trusting that you are safe no matter what. And trusting that anything that comes up inside of your mind is not trying to harm you or hurt you, but maybe try to show you something. And not everything needs to get the same level of like um, viewing, so to speak. Like if a thought comes up, sometimes it's just a random thought. You can let it go. Versus if a thought comes up, trying to chase it down and understand it and, and decode it, you know. So with psychedelics, you really have to be able to trust your mind that, hey, that you can lasso yourself back and remind yourself that you are safe, you are loved, you are protected, and that everything is a-okay. If you can be able to pull yourself and lasso yourself back, um, then it'll be great. And also, too, you know, with psychedelics, it's, it's enhancing all of your senses, what you can see, touch, smell, feel, taste. And so all of those things are heightened. And so that's why, like, music festivals or being in nature, like, with these bright colors and this exposure to, like, <laughs> my view is it's, like, so much oxygen, so much green, you know. But even with the music, with the beats, with the pulsing, it's, it's touching on all of these different senses. And so that's why it's even more pleasurable if you're on something. Um, but I would highly recommend like doing it with a guide, doing it in a ceremonial setting, doing it with a shaman, doing it with someone that can guide you through that experience and hold space for you no matter what. So then I call them emotional bubbles. So then say a little pocket of trauma in the body, this little emotional bubble pops and you're like, oh my God, I can't stop crying. You can just allow it to come up. You cry it out and you let it go. And this is kind of like, it teaches us how to process emotions on a day-to-day basis. And I feel like doing psychedelics can almost be a constant concentrated form of learning that gives us an example for bigger things throughout our life. So if you guys have enjoyed this episode, let me know, take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram story, send it to a girlfriend that you know needs to hear this or that you've been talking to her about psychedelics or shrooms or something like that. And, you know, not everything is as it seems, especially the way that we've grown up. I think of our parents' generations. If you're in your, between like your late twenties, early thirties, think about your parents and how they were grown to grown up seeing certain drugs or whatever else. So if you have this stigma of like, oh, it's so bad or, oh, I couldn't do that. Or, oh, if I do that, what does that mean about me? Like question those stories and let them go. Um, my view on life, which has been helpful in some ways, maybe a little destructive in others. No, no, it's been good. I'm really, I view everything of like, I want to try it all once. Like, obviously I don't want to try heroin and meth. Like I'm good. I'm good. But like growing up and throughout college and traveling, it was always this idea of like, I want to try it once. I want to have a view. I want to have my firsthand experience on something rather than everyone else telling me what it's like. And so, um, microdose for the first time, if you're curious about trying it. don't have a link to send you so you can buy your own. But you know, the thing with the universe, if you put it out there that you're like, Hey, if I'm meant to have this experience, then 
I'm meant to have this experience. And it'll either come up in conversation or it'll come up to your life or someone you know will be like, hey, I'm doing this. Do you want to do it? Or whatever else. Or maybe you ask someone and then a door opens. But do not go chasing it and do not treat it as if you need it to fix you. Because if you treat it in that way, like it is a prescription, then you're not going to get what you're looking for. Maybe you will, but it's also forced, right? Trust that this plant medicine will come into your life exactly when you need it. And if it's not coming into your life, then you don't need it right now. So just have to say that too. Don't get all cracky. Start texting everyone you know, being like, you got the shrooms. I'm just kidding. I love you guys so much. I know this episode is kind of different. Maybe some of you guys that are following me, I've never really talked about this before, but uh, why not? It's 2020. Everything's a go, right, baby? Right? So if you like this episode of Joyfully You Podcast, let me know. Leave a review on Apple iTunes or post it to your Instagram stories and tag me or just send me a DM and say hi. I'd love to have a chat with you. Um, My name is Kelsey Lowe. I'm your host and I'm sending you all so much love. Thanks for tuning in to Joyfully You Podcast, and I will catch you next time. Bye.